I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all of the life that happens around them. Looking at the, what do you call those? Sound waves. Yes. On the computer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, I, I would say I'm watching the levels, but that's not what you're watching. You're okay. watching the picture. Yeah. As usual. Because you're a picture person. I am a picture person. You are a picture person, mm-hmm. which is why it's so hard for you to talk about what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> I will attempt to talk about what I'm saying. That's that's a kid joke. Talk about what you're saying. Well, actually, it was one significant event as we're driving back from my sister's house. Oh, that's right. And we were, like, in the boonies. And uh, some little girl did not want to go to sleep. So she chattered and chattered and chattered and chattered. And we were talking about other things. Well, and we were also not understanding what she was saying to us. Mm-hmm. And so she got very frustrated and said to us, mostly to you, Mom, talk about what I'm saying. <laughs> and we, we busted up laughing. And, and, and it's been a joke for, like... Long Almost time. a year it's now. Over a year. Over it's a year. It's over a year. Because, uh, you know, it's been more than half a year since we've been married, so it's over a year. Yes. Yeah. So So anyhow, I'm going to talk about what I'm saying, if I can. And uh, we're going to talk about, I'm going to talk about, and you'll help talk about updates on transition. Yes, sir. <laughs> It's funny. Uh, you're going to talk and I'll help. <laughs> yeah, that's usually how it works. Okay, so the very cool news is um, that I saw the doctor at the clinic. So um, I finally, you know, I went to the doctor. I was very clear on the paperwork. I am here for hormone treatment. Mm-hmm. Got that, you know, ironed out right away. And um, there were some communication issues with the previous doctor. There, there was, yeah, more than communication issues, but yeah, eh, is right. And uh, the paperwork I I mentioned to you was kind of fun because it has includes everything that I could think of, which of course, in being words, might be talking about what they're saying. <laughs> But included, like, okay, so what's your identified gender? And what was your birth, uh, birth assigned, assigned, assigned sex at birth? And um, in talking about sexual orientation, it just had a blank. So you could fill it in. And I had to think about that because I thought, well... According to your birth sex, you're gay. And according to your identity, you're straight. And I thought, well, what these things have in common is it's women that I am attracted to, so I wrote, towards women. Good job. Yes, my sexual orientation is towards women. I'm glad. I think that's clear enough. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, we don't have to get confused about, so if you're straight, this means that and whatever. And so that that was cool. I liked the paperwork that way. And the doc was just very easy to deal with. It was like, you know, this clinic... This is the teeny-weeny, itsy-bitsy gender clinic that... Um, in our teeny-weeny, itsy-bitsy town. Yeah. 
that I would never suspect could sprout up right there. But there it is, and I'm really super glad I did because they're so easy to deal with. They're so nice. And, of course, you're here for hormone treatment. Things are not right for you, you know. Duh. Yeah. And so it was very easy, and it was, um, okay, so here's a prescription for your testosterone. And, it, well, actually, it was first, okay, I'll be right back with your prescription. And I'm just sitting there stunned because, you know, they, they this didn't has been... make you jump through any hoops? No hoops of fire. No hot coals to walk on. <laughs> Bed of nails. No, nothing like that. No. And, uh... Hallelujah. I was, yeah, I was kind of in shock, and she came back with the prescription. And, uh, I had signed a really long, 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 long five-page informed consent specifically specifically regarding the medication, the testosterone. And it was, that's what I was reading while she was getting the prescription. It was very thorough. And she came back and gave me the prescription and was talking to me. And so I thought, okay, uh, I need to get this filled. Pronto. (laughs) Yep. Before I could disappears or something so i go out to the car and i think that here's the tedious part of this conversation i go out to the car i put it on the seat to take a picture to send my wife and i look at it and my last name is spelled wrong oh the letter that is next to the letter that should have been there in the name the one that's next to it on the keyboard was the one that was there oh so that was what was wrong and i was like ugh okay, is the pharmacy going to take this? Is this going to be a problem? I'm still parked right here. I'm going to go back in. So I went back in, and the girls at the desk are like, okay, they're there again. Hmm, wonder what's going on. And I explained to them that my name was spelled wrong, and they said, well, we just fixed that in the computer, so it should be fine. I said, but will the pharmacy take that? And they said, oh, um, where are you going? And I said, well, I usually go to, like, CVS or something near my house. And they said, oh, well, you could just go next door to our pharmacy, and it would already be in the computer. You and have I, a pharmacy as well as the whole clinic here. Yeah, and I had seen the pharmacy door, but but I just thought near our house is easy. Yeah. And I was like, okay, um, here are my lunchtime, and I need to get rolling, so let me go next door. That seems terribly convenient and easy. And I went next door and gave it to them, and sure enough, my name was correct in the computer. Yay. So that was great. And I had some hesitation, and in part was the pharmacist came back and said, well, we don't have this in stock, but we can have it by tomorrow. And I thought... At a gender "Mm." clinic, they're out of testosterone. I know, that's what some other people have said. (laughs) Uh, Okay, you're out of that. Hmm, Okay, well, you know, that's part of their clinic, so that's the itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny part. Yes. And I thought, okay... Uh, will they really get it tomorrow? Do I need to find this somewhere else? Can I find it today? How much trouble will that be? Okay, I'll wait till tomorrow. And um, reluctantly handed over my precious piece of paper and uh, went off to the gym. Good job. Yes. Because after that kind of day, you need to work off some stress. I knew that would happen because I... Needed to last time when the doctor was a whole snafu, and I didn't. That was terrible. So the gym was great, and then the next day, they called me early. They had said one thirty it would be in, but it, they called me two hours earlier, and they said, 
okay, your prescription's ready. And I was like, okay, uh, I'll be there before one thirty. And they said they were closed for lunch from 12.30 to 1 or some funny time. And then I s sat there for a second and I thought, why am I not going now? <laughs> uh, now seems like a good time to go. I'll go now. Okay. And then I'll go right to the gym. Yes. Because that's my lunch hour. Or it's a little longer than an hour because I have a long day on some days of the week. So <clears throat> mm -hmm. I picked up, I went there and picked up the prescription and wasn't, you know, they, the doctor had said they would give me uh, needles for the injection at the pharmacy. But that time we were talking about CVS. So we're not at CVS. They don't give you those because they can give them to me at the clinic next door. So I'm a little confused. The pharmacist is a little confused. What should we do? Okay, I'll just go next door. And uh, did a walk-in for the nurse to do the demonstration and give me the instructions on how to do the testosterone injection. And um, so I went in, and the nurse saw me and uh, explained, you know, how to make sure everything's clean, how to load this testosterone up with a bigger needle, and then change it to the smaller one to stick yourself in the arse. Yep. Or have your wife do the stick yourself in the arse because it's a hard angle. She she pointed out this is a difficult angle to do by yourself, and I said, I'll ask my wife to do that. Yep. So, and I took a nice upside-down video. It was upside down. It, it was, was upside great. down. Yeah. I, I turned the laptop over so I could watch it. That's cool. Because <laughs> if you try to do that on your phone or your iPad, it turns itself over too, and then it, you keep turning over it. So, yeah. Yeah, the whole thing. It's card review. And uh, I apparently promptly lost the video after I emailed it to you. Fortunately, I did email it to you. Yes. I didn't feel anything, you know, I mean, physically with the needle. And people are scared of needles, and I'm not terribly scared of needles. I don't think they're great. But I didn't feel the shot at all. And I thought, okay, that's cool. I like that. And uh, pretty much didn't feel anything like pain or soreness or bruising. You said, do you have a bruise? Let's see when I got home. Mm -hmm. No bruise. So I didn't feel it at the gym. I didn't feel it. Pretty much overall, with one exception. Oh, you did feel it. I did. I did. Yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. The next morning, as I'm dropping children off at the school, and I'm going to give son number two some extra lovies, a hug, because he's been a little bit needing that. He's more, been... more affection. Clingy and affection hungry, yes. So I wanted to make sure he got some lovies before I left. Good job, And I, Dad. I squatted down. Thank you. I squatted down to give him a hug. And he's a pretty physical guy, so he body slammed me. And um, normally this just, you know, would be okay. He knocked you over to give you a hug. He did. No big it's, deal. He does that all the time. He does this kind of stuff. And, it, you know, I was not... I was in a more precarious uh, position trying to fit myself into the, you know, next to the tiny little tables and chairs in there. <laughs> so, <Yes. laughs> um, but I did land right on my arse, right where the shot had been. And direct hit to the injection site. Yes. He's going down. I went down hard. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Oh, it was like, I thought to myself, 
this is like what it seems to me, I don't know, but to me it was like being kicked in the balls. Uh-huh. Because it, I, I was cross-eyed, I couldn't talk, he's standing there looking at me like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> okay, never mind. You know, you're my parent and obviously you'll be okay. And uh, parents I, are always okay. I, I had the hardest time, like, either getting anything out, and I couldn't believe the amount of pain. And I have high high pain tolerance overall. You do? I have super high pain tolerance. I mean, the pain tolerance that I have, usually I have to be totally hurling before I go, oh, well, I guess it's hurting in there and I need to do something. Mm -hmm. So pain is not usually an issue. So this was really surprising, you know, shocking amount of pain. And um, my my conclusion is that, and, you know, some cisgender guys can tell me I'm totally wrong, but my conclusion is it's not the soft tissue that is a problem when a guy gets kicked in the balls. It's the testosterone that's inside the soft tissues that says, ouch. <laughs> you fell on your balls, man. You fell on your, on your tea maker. I did. Oh. I fell on that, and oh. it was really amazingly hurting. I'm sorry. Yeah. So that was kind of funny when I realized what was going on, and I stopped saying ouch and could talk. I could speak again and see what I was doing and get to my car. And talk about what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. So since then, the other effects of the testosterone shot seem to be, well, they def definitely, the first one is that I am calmer. I am extremely calmer. I am not rattled constantly or even periodically, by children. And you were really hurting. I was, yeah. Yeah, the, the menopause thing had really thrown you for a loop, and you were just completely... Insane. Incapable of dealing with young people, like, at all. I, I did my best, and it was uncomfortable. Very, very, very uncomfortable. I don't feel any of that now. And I'm like, oh, well... This is happening at dinner, and I like this chicken. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Turn and face the table. Yeah. I'm eating my dinner. That's another joke. We'll get to that. Turn and face the table. I'm eating my dinner. Don't put that in your nose. I'm eating my dinner. <laughs> Turn and face the table. I'm eating my dinner. Your fingers don't go in your cup. And I didn't have that before the weekend with the kids. No. So Sometimes I, I have this anticipation anxiety, or I have for a long time, of, oh, my God, we have all three kids all weekend. Ugh. And... In anticipation of getting overwhelmed, they get overwhelmed. And it didn't happen this week. I totally didn't notice that, but yes, yeah, I think you I are mentioned right. it to my coworker. And then I, you know, we were busy with children when I got home, so I probably just didn't talk to you about it. But I was like, oh, well. I didn't notice that at the time. I did notice that you have been, in general, just more in control of your own emotions. But I, I didn't notice that. Don't have the overwhelming emotions to control. That was the problem before. There were so many damn uncontrolled emotions that I was trying to, you know, keep in their place so they didn't harm anybody permanently. <laughs> and it's awful. It's awful to feel like that. It is. Um, I feel like myself more. Oh, very good. And uh, it really feels great. I'm glad. So that is a definite difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe falling on my balls kind of smacked it in there a little harder. So <laughs> I don't know, but uh, probably not. The other thing is um, I, I was 
singing in the car with the son number two picking him up from his uh, his uh, mommy's house and I noticed it was easier to control my voice and you have and, had a fairly uncontrollable voice oh gosh yeah it, it just it was uncontrollable in singing like there was no singing no it because was because it would be unpleasant for me and everyone else yeah and then just even talking sometimes I go what the hell's going on I was just saying this and all of a sudden my voice went there and you know mm-hmm. so that's been a problem for a long time and I thought well the singing seems easier I can find the notes mm-hmm. which is unheard of in the last it totally 50 is years. so I wasn't sure about that so I mentioned that to you the other night and and being that you have the music ear you said yes your voice is slightly broader yeah, your pitch hasn't dropped much, but your focus and your resonance is uh, improved. And it's fun, because the way my voice sounds to me sounds more like me. And singing is way more fun. Yay! Because I can sing out loud, and it's okay, because... Sometimes it, it actually all, matches. It's, it can actually almost match sometimes, like, you know, before it was impossible. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So singing is more fun. The next thing is that um, I went up in my weights again yesterday. I go to the gym pretty regular. Mm -hmm. I have a a weight program that I use right now, you know, my system. And particularly in the chest weights, I went up 15 pounds in the past week. Don't push it it too hard. It was too easy, and I had to make it feel like I was lifting weights. Yeah. No, I I know. Thank you, wife. But I'm not going to make it too hard. I don't want you to, like, sprain your chest and then you're... I'm very careful about that because because I have done that in the past, jumped too far ahead in my weights. And so this year I have been very careful about that. You have been. I have been waiting an extra week of, okay, that's too easy before I changed it. Mm-hmm. But this week, it was like, okay. This is stupid. Yeah, that's is stupid. So I'll put it up five pounds. And I'm like, okay, what is happening here? Let me just see if it's too hard if I put another five pounds. It wasn't. Okay. Uh, let me see if it's too hard if I try another five pounds. And it wasn't. It was finally difficult enough, but I know the difference. Oh, good. So, and the other weights, um, some of them were up 5 to 10 pounds Mm -hmm. in order to feel like like they did last week. Right. So that was kind of cool. So increased muscle mass and muscle... Apparently. Apparently from my ability to lift. Mm -hmm. And I'm a small person, so I'm not lifting, lifting like... I'm not lifting massive weights, so. No, you're a small guy. Yes, which means 15 pounds is a big increase. It is. Surprise. Yeah, that's like double from where you were. When I started, which was very small weights because, yeah, I did start at 30 with those chest weights because I hadn't done upper body work like that in a long time because of back issues. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, so... That's that's the deal right now. That's what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. I have 
physically, I also have, I have a hernia scar, and that part of my tissue has been just kind of dead, like you don't feel anything mm-hmm. there. There's no sensation. The nerve endings are not, you know, mm-hmm. connected anymore. So your hernia scar is on your lower abdomen, just inside of your hip joint. Yes. And I've had two hernia surgeries in the same place. Mm-hmm. And it has no feeling there in that particular scar area and, you know, a certain amount of space around it. Or it has had until this week when I'm like, hey, there's feeling there. Yes. Wow. I was rather surprised to discover that you had feeling there. I was too. <laughs> and it was cool. It w- oh, it was. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was cool too. So that seems like a lot of changes to me in, in a week. And I know that it, some changes happen pretty rapidly at first. And my body is just happier on the testosterone. If I had any idea how great this would feel, I would have done this so long ago. I'm glad. Thanks. So, did I miss something? Uh, no. Were we going to talk about the binder thing? Oh, the binder thing. Yeah, it would be missing something. Yes, that would be, wouldn't it? Yes. Oh, oops. <laughs> okay. No, Um, we also got you a binder last week. Yes, the binder arrived. The binder arrived. And I didn't have a binder before that. Lots of guys do. Um, I just didn't. Well, you're mm. a pretty small guy to begin with, so I, you can kind of wear loose shirts and get away with it. And I definitely was before any type of menopause symptoms. So, okay, let's get a binder now and try that. So my experience with the binder was, naturally, it is uncomfortable. Naturally, it is very difficult to apply to your body. It's it's supposed to be constrictive. Yes, of course it is. That's the idea. It's a binder. Yes. It's talking about what it's saying. Yes. Or it's doing what it's saying. (laughs) So I definitely amused my wife with the first application by bouncing around the room trying to cram (laughs) myself into it, which was very fun. And Uh, I tried climbing into it, and I tried pulling it over my head and uh, didn't actually get different results out of that. Trying to see just if one would be easier. Over the head seemed a little easier. Mm -hmm. And by a little, I mean extremely little. Uh, Fortunately, my wife can help me when I get stuck. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, it would take me longer to wiggle out of it, and I would have to like practice and um, hone a lot of Houdini skills. Yeah, well, your wife has long been adapting her figure to those more femi types of presentations anyway, because my body is not necessarily a traditionally feminine, you know, figure eight type of curvy body. And so I've been wearing shaping garments for over a decade. Right. So, And, yes. and mine, of course, in my case... The shaping garment is to make my chest flat, which it pretty much did. I mean, you know, you can't be totally flat because you're smashing yourself flat, and it only gets so flat. But you got pecs instead of tits. I did, and then there was a little fold in the front because it was uh, like a 
tink, mm -hmm. tink top type shirt binder. And that's probably why there was a little space there. And so we pulled it down in the back more and fooled around with it to get it flatter. Yeah, so we had we were able to figure out how to make it just look like a regular tank top under your shirt. Yeah. How did you feel when you were wearing it out? Did it, aside from the obvious novelty of the discomfort? Um, most of the discomfort was on the side where my chest is slightly bigger. Maybe more than slightly. I don't know at this point. Uh, I could determine that if I need to, <laughs> but it, one side that's bigger was more uncomfortable. And besides that, you know, I could feel, I could feel the overall restriction and, uh, emotionally, you know, that doesn't affect me the same way. Mostly because I know there's a solution coming. Mm -hmm. Otherwise it would still affect me. Mm -hmm. But because, uh, you know, surgery is a solution in the near future, um, <clears throat> it didn't, like emotionally affect me. I did wonder the whole time if anyone we were around who knows me would notice. Mm -hmm. Like our, our wonderful friend and former teacher of our number two guy giving me a hug or something like that would notice something. Mm -hmm. But she didn't. No. She didn't notice how I looked different. And I can see in the picture that you took of me and mm -hmm. the kids that it looks very different. It does. It does, and I look. I like the way it looked. It it, it looked. Yeah. You just looked comfortable. You looked more like you. I it did look more like me, and maybe that's why she didn't notice either. Uh uh. Because it was just me looking like me. Yeah, and she's known you for a while, and she knows you're kind of a doodly person. Yes, she definitely knows that. Yes. So, uh, it's not something I'd wear to work if I don't have to, right? Especially right now. Because I want to be at the gym. And you, there's no getting in and out of that thing for in time for the gym. Mm -mm. That would be like half my break. Right. So, uh, and it wouldn't, you can't exercise like that. That's not good for you. No. But I would wear it to other things. Like I'll wear it to our friend's wedding mm -hmm. if I haven't, you know. I, well, that's too soon, so I won't have had surgery. So that's one of the reasons we thought about getting it. Yeah, which is. that's going to be your first full-time experience is our vacation to our friend's wedding, isn't mm -hmm. it? Yes, because here in our small, tiny town, it's impossible to just live as a man and have everybody look at you and say, oh, yeah, that's a man, because they know me professionally and it's, It publicly. is a small town, and everybody knows everybody, and it's going to be an adventure to get everybody to make that switch for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I ha there's enough advocates that they know how to shove them along. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I think about that at work. Uh, some people I see, like there's a person I've known probably since I moved to Reno, and she's worked at our agency off and on. And uh, I thought, oh, she'll totally be an advocate. Mm-hmm. You know. That's good. So, what else? What else? That was the binder. That was the binder. Almost, you know. Uh, almost uneventful. Almost. Mm-hmm. But for the jumping up and down and the presentation, to me, it was it's not an emotional need at this time to have to be flat all the time. Yeah. So. All right. All right. I think that's it. I think so, too. Okay. That's all. Okay.
We can be found on the web at transpantastic.blogspot.com, and you can email us at transpantastic at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, and so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permission of the hosts. Thanks for listening! Yes, I remember you spraining your ankle and the pain was making you vomit before you realized you should be going to the hospital. Yeah, and, and really what made me go to the hospital is the vomiting and that I needed medicine to make me stop vomiting. And the pain yeah. of having broken your ankle, spraining it, <laughs> chipping the ankle bone, was not the concern that took you to the hospital. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I, was, I was hurling and I couldn't stop. You dork. <laughs> I know. Ha, 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 ha.